All right, folks, welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I'm joined once again with Bob Kudla. And is that, did I say that right, Bob? You got it right. All right, cool. <laughs> and uh, he's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, he's in incognito right now, folks. He's in incognito. It's probably just too early in the morning for you. You didn't brush your hair or something, but whatever. We'll go with it. Um, he's tradelikeagenius.com. The promo code is fall. Folks, there's some big things coming. Good news is. Uh, there's a huge red wave coming and Bob is going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about the sovereign debt bubble blowing up. Correct, Bob? That's right. That's right. So, uh, just so you know, my hair is perfectly quaffed. I'm in Maui and it's pitch dark here yet. So things I do for you, Dave, I get up early in the morning just, to, just to hang with you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, um, things that we've been talking about for a long time are happening. So, you know, things don't matter to people till they matter to people. And and I think people, you know, when they tasted the pandemic response, they tasted the loss of freedom. They, they, they're they listening to these politicians that are just saying things that are just like mind-blowingly wrong. And they've had enough, you know. And, you know, and the thing is, when you insult people and you call them stupid, you call them racist, you call them short-sighted, people kind of take that personally. And... And look, the places that these elections happen are very, very rare. So Sweden never went off as right as they have on an election. They literally went from a, a social democrat system to a far right, European far right um, election. I mean, they swept it. And and the same thing happened in Italy. And it's the same thing. Look, people are tired of of having people that are being pushed into their country that they don't want, they don't need, they can't afford and don't agree with the values. Number two, crimes out of control in these countries. Number three, the economic policies that are being in, in, imposed on them aren't working. And number four is people don't like other people telling them what to do. And I think you're starting to see that Europe is really starting to disintegrate. And then, you know, the United States, look, it started with Virginia. And I don't think we've lost anything since then at least if you if you lean right and the United States people look is is center right country okay it always has been it's just that when you have these situations where the left gets in power they always overplay their hand and i think this is happening now i mean look you can see it i think the only the only demographic that democrats have left is like these woke um elite you know um you know women demographic and and probably you know, some of the urban urban vote uh, is going towards Democrats. Everybody else is leading hard right. And, yeah, and all the so moderates are going right. And I know that to be sure. And, and even some staunch or, 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 or Democrats that always voted Democrats and, they, and they, they will never change parties. They're changing parties now. Yeah, look, I had a center's breaking. So I think this is good because it's going to stop these guys at least for a while. You know, you, you, nobody can know the future, but, you know, let's say, hey, we're going to get maybe a two to six year reprieve from these crazies. All right. I think they, they realize they were. Well, their I, hand. Bob, I, I think they're just putting in their rhinos. That's that's what I think. I, I think that's all that's happened. Did you hear about the prime minister, Georgia Maloney in Italy? Yeah, I, I don't think she's a rhino. I think she's there's a, there, I, I don't I don't know much about her, but there's a lot of talk yeah. already saying that she's part of the Davos group and part of the World Economic Forum. And, and I don't know that I, I've told my, my audience to look into that. But there's talk about that already. And, and then I'm just using that as an example is like we really don't know 
who's a wolf in sheep's clothing, who's not. I mean, they control both parties. We know that. And I know they're expecting a sweep. So what all I'm all I'm saying, all I'm is just be very aware, eyes and eyes and ears open, because we really don't know who's taking the they're gonna they're very tricky, they're very clever. And I and I think that we just have to we we have to watch for these rhinos, man. That's that's all I gotta say. Well, I think the um the physics of the economics is forcing their hands. So they could be anything they want to be, but they, they ran out of candy to give away at Halloween. So, um, so now there's hard choices for people and now people are reacting to those hard choices. So I'm going to give them all the benefit of the doubt, Dave, you know, okay. um, and, and, you know, things that's coming out of her mouth right now sound pretty good. And I, but I think Europe's going to disintegrate anyway. I think in two years, you're going to be able to, to go to Europe, uh, uh, on a bargain, you know, when I was in the military back in the eighties, uh, you know, we could go to Germany it was 25 cents on the dollar to the mark. I think the Euro is going to get back down that way again. They just can't, their currencies are worthless. They, and, and all their, all their industries are moving to the United States. Now they, you know, Germany's shutting down. They can't afford the natural gas. We still have cheap enough energy here. So we're going to be the beneficiaries of all this, you know, all the hand wringing we do, um, manufacturing's pouring back into the United States because we have stable, relatively stable, you know, politics and relatively stable energy. And we have enough of it. And, and I think you're going to see, and that's the reason why the dollar is so strong right now. So um, there's definitely a realignment happening in the world. China is definitely screwed. Uh, they're doing everything they can to stem the, the yuan from blowing up. England just this week, um, their pension plans are blowing up. And so, the, uh, the Fed is really fighting those guys. They're not really fighting inflation. Tomorrow, on Friday, whenever you post this, but Friday, the PCE is going to come out. It's going to probably paint a negative, uh, a negative inflation number. So I think the Fed will be done here at some point pretty soon because the, uh, you know, you can't survive in a, in a mortgage rate environment of 7 8% when people were used to two. So the things are already breaking, and I think it's going to give them pause and then I think we'll probably see a bit of a bounce going into the election in the stock market, a little bit of reprieve in the uh, in the bond market. And then 2023, we're definitely going into a recession. So but, you know, from where I sit, all I really care about is what can I trade over the next week or two? So so we're going to um, get a glimmer of hope uh, coming yeah. in the midterms. And then and then what? We're just going to start sliding again in 2023. Yeah, so my view is I think the I think the Republicans take the House and Senate, and then I think there'll be an absolute war between the administration and and Congress. And in one some ways that's good because I think things will come to light and will block their agenda. But he Biden will just rule by fiat where he can, so he'll cause some great damage. But the cake is baked for a recession into 2023, and then I think we'll put the lows in the stock market then. And then we'll, we'll take it from there. But as far as I'm concerned is, you know, we 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 saw this sell off coming August into end of September. And the probabilities tell us um, that we should get a lift here starting the middle of October into the election. So there should be a four to six week bounce coming. And, and uh, look, if you're if you're trading, that's great. You could trade that if you're if you have long term portfolios, it's going to give you an opportunity to lighten up again and raise more cash so that you can have cash when we sell off again and we'll put in new lows 
in 2023. I mean, so it's a, kind of a lot of people, it. a lot of people, Bob, that are emailing me are telling me, look, I don't have any faith in the fiat system. I have no faith in the stock market. I'm buying physical gold. That's that's what a lot of people are at the point now where they're just buying physical gold and prepping with food and water because that's where they see this going. What, what do you have to say to them? Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously a, a, a an alternative, um, you know, but if you want to be able to interact with the world, you know, you're going to need to use fiat. And so uh, until fiat goes away, you know, you're going to not interact with it. I will, all I will tell those folks is that uh, during the Great Depression, the number one stock was a gold mining stock. So if you like gold, and you like silver, buy gold and silver miners. It's going to give you leverage to gold and silver. Plus, it's fungible where you'll be able to sell it for fiat and be able to buy your goods and services. But unless you're unless you're going to be living on a farm somewhere and you have your own natural gas well and your own water well, um, it's difficult for most people to do what what people subscribe that those things are great to have. I have all that. I'm, I am, I'm prepped up, you know, you know, if ATMs go down for 30 days or, or we have an earthquake or something like that. But beyond that, you can't store enough gold. You can't, you can't transact with it anywhere. So, you know, if you try to go to the store with gold, you may not make it. Somebody may rob you. So, you know, I'm a, all of the above guy, Dave, you know, it's good to have, you know, actually I prefer silver over gold because it's more undervalued personally physical plus it's smaller denomination and you, you'd be able to transact with it more effectively and um beyond that i'm i'm big in the commodities right now because they're, they're just going to keep going up in price well, there's a lot of people that would argue and say well look man we're we're hell-bent on we know the fiat system is in its end stages it's done the federal reserve is done uh, it's crashing the fiat system is crashing it's done with what do you have to say to those? that's why people are buying gold i mean what, i mean do you think yeah, we're at I the mean, end of it no, I, I think that's I think it's fine to have some of it, but you got to remember, um, in 1932, Roosevelt said, "Yep, yeah, it's illegal to own gold." He did it by fiat. He just did an executive order. So you know, you you, you have to always you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, so uh, you don't know what these clowns are going to come up with next to protect their, you know, their. So you think they could come out and say, "Hey, it's illegal to own gold." Yeah, Roosevelt said, wow. yeah, it's legal. They went into your safety deposit box and took it from you and then handed you a, a devalued dollars as a, as a compensation. And then he turned around and he devalued, uh, he revalued. And people look up. at Roosevelt as a hero. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he was the biggest criminal in the country because he also put us in World War II also. So he had a lot of blood on that guy's hands. But I, don't, no, I only tell you this, Dave, is that, oh, yeah. you know, I think yeah, people have to have you spread your bets. You know, uh, you know, it's good to have gold. It's good to have silver. It's good to have food stored. It's, it's good to pay your debt off. All those things are good things. You just can't rely on any one thing. You know, I think, uh, you know, you, 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 you get trapped if you're wrong. So I like to spread my bets and I like to do a little bit of everything. I have my prep stuff. I even have cash, you know, so you have to have a little bit of everything. So uh, just but, you know, once you go through a month and, you know, what, how are you going to transact your gold, right? So, okay, I'm sitting on, I got $100,000 in gold, okay? Okay, now you have to buy food. <laughs> Where are you going to trend your, 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 your gold to food? So yeah. there's always, you know, gold is more of a store value than it's going to be a medium of exchange. And so those are things you just have to kind of bear in mind when you, when you do these things. Not that I'm against gold. So it'd probably be good to, to, I mean, but you really... 
but you say that you could be making money in the stock market no matter what, bull or yeah. bear market. Sure. Yeah, look, there's always a bull market somewhere in the markets. I mean, look at energy's held up wonderfully, you know, and uh, um, uranium prices keep driving up. Uh, I just did a trade in BTU with coal. We made 20% in three days, 20% Dave in three days. The world needs coal. I mean, China is, is and India are opening up new coal plants around the world. So you just go where the hockey puck is going. You know, um, most people put their head in the sand and like, oh, this is all over. I'm like, no, there's opportunities every day in front of you. And so we go into recession. I believe it or not, you're going to buy U.S. Treasury bonds. You know, people, oh, bond market's going to fail. Well, if you go into recession, people are going to buy bonds. Trust me. And if it doesn't happen, people are going to own energy because they have to put their money somewhere. And energy prices are going to go higher because the left has restricted supply around the world. So I just look at opportunities. I, I understand all the negatives, but I can't live in an environment where, where um, I have to be stagnant. You know, you always have to kind of drive forward. And the market has shown me, even during World War II, my, my mother-in-law's best friend, she's actually still alive. She's 97 now. She grew up in Southern Germany during World War II. She said until the very end, people were doing normal things, you know, and, you know, and, you know, I mean, she was in high school. She goes, I went to school every day, every day during the war, except when there was an air raid and we went to the air raid shelter. She goes, we worked on the farms. And so, you know, she said, even the cities got bombed out, people moved into the small villages. So my point is that there's always going to be opportunity for those who are aware of it. And that's all we do. And look, I use an algorithm, Dave. I don't even trust my own opinion on this stuff. You know, sometimes I could be I could be pessimistic and I'm like, well, no, the algorithm is telling me this is where the money's flowing, Bob. Just buy this stuff. People told us coal was dead. I kept getting buy signals on coal. So I just kept buying coal. And, you know, same with natural gas. Look, at they blew up the pipeline in Europe. OK, that's negative. Right. Well, guess who's good for the United States? We're the number one provider of liquefied natural gas exporter in the world. Well, mm. you know, whenever there's tragedy, there's opportunity. You know, um, is that callous? Oh, well, it could be callous. Look what happened in Florida, Florida tragedy, right? Well, who's going to make a lot of money in Florida in the next two years? General contractors, right? So, you know, you just have to always say, okay, this is bad. Who benefits from this and how do you make money from it? That's all. That's all we do. And we just let our system do the work for us, Dave. I saw that they're, they're, they're blowing up uh, pipelines out in the sea. and I forgot where exactly. But, but my audience probably knows, but that's going to directly affect uh, Europe, correct? I mean, Europe's going to get hit for, first and hardest right now, right? Yeah, Germany's in big trouble. So um, there's no pipeline going directly to Germany now. So the pipelines that got blown up were, <clears throat> were directly from Russia to Germany. <clears throat> the only pipelines now either run through Belarus, uh, Turkey, or uh, Ukraine into Europe. And, and then now there's a pipeline that runs from Norway, but it goes into Poland. So Germany kind of got themselves isolated here. And so um, they're, they're going to be heavily reliant on the United States and gutter to provide natural gas over the course of the next uh, 12 to 18 months. You know, they can't even, you know, they have to fire up their old coal plants. They decided not to turn their new plants off. And so there's, um, uh, but Germany's going to have a tough road to hoe here in the next 18 months. Yeah, and then um, you're saying America. I guess that's when we're going to hit our our toughest time is in 2023, correct? 
I think we're going to go into recession. Yeah, for sure. We I can't mean, we've help. Been it. in a recession. I mean, Biden says we're yeah, not, one, but I mean, yeah. look what we're in. Well, it's, it's officialized of this morning. So we just got the second GDP print for uh, for two quarters in a row. Yeah, when I mean recession, I mean, you know, there's a technical recession, and then there's like recession, recession. When I mean by re- look, I'm here in Maui, and you know, it's like normal. Okay. You know, uh, I'm Southern California where I live, and, you know, you can't get in the restaurants yet. So to me, recession is when nobody's going out to eat anymore. Unemployment's high. We're, it's going to be a weird recession because, you know, we still don't have enough workers. It's just that people are just not going to be able to afford things, and that's going to bring the economic level well, down. They're also getting replaced with AI. Yeah, that's, that, you know, uh, some are. No, I go to the store, Bob. Let me just say this real quick. I go to the store. I go to Walgreens, and I'm starting to see more self-checkouts, man, uh, yeah. more of it, and less cashiers. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, they're done. <laughs> they're basically done, you know. Yeah, I went to a restaurant here the other day, and, I mean, we actually uh, uh, we had to do everything on the app. The only people that we interacted with were the people that brought the food out for us. You know? So, in other and words, they're going to do away with cashiers, the middlemen, the waitresses, the waiters—that's kind of like a—that's a—that's going to be lost, lost in in space. Yeah, so that's exactly. that's going away. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're in a high cost uh, location, you're going to get you're definitely going to get technology uh, is going to take you out. What was really wild about it? My daughter's um, she's a stylist, so you know she lives and loves tips. And she was with us on vacation for a couple of days before she went back home, and and she said, "Dad, I'm not tipping these people." She goes, "I'm not just because." I did all the work. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to have some really interesting. She, uh, she does what again? She's a stylist. And she's not person. tipping who? She didn't tip the, um, she didn't tip the, the, the person that brought the food out. Oh, I got, oh, she, oh, she, oh, got yeah, you. Julia, that I had to read my own menu. I had to order my own food. I had to pay my own bill. She said, she said, what am I paying somebody just walking out and dropping food on my table? She, you know, she said, uh, and I think that's what's happening now, too. So all those frontline people, it used to be if you face the customer, you're good. But all those people are going to get technology out. But the good news there is there's stocks you can buy. You know, there's a company out there called Symbotic. I own it. It's around 11 bucks now. Uh, they, um, they're they the ones that are automating all the warehouses. They got a huge contract uh, for some of these uh, for Amazon. I think they just got one for Walmart and, and you know, um, you know, wherever people are going to be expensive in technology, you can take it out. So I'm buying those companies because I see that there's not enough workers out there and we don't need the workers. So and we don't want the workers and they just keep raising the cost of having employees like California. They did this fast food act, right, where it, where they're going to raise. I think wages are going to go to 18 then to 21 dollars an hour. Well, guess what? McDonald's is going to be totally robotic and they already have wow, yeah. stores that are that way, you know, uh, Taco Bell's building this really new concept where you actually drive in like a teller, you know, and you get your food for like a little pneumatic thing dropping down on you prepay before you get there. And, you know, cause they're tired of getting robbed. They don't want to have the stores anymore. They don't want to clean the stores. So all they do is they have this, their, their rest, their, their, their kitchens on the second floor and the first floor you drive up and get your food. So we're going to see wholesale wow. changes, but those are, to me, those are opportunities. But what's going to happen to the middle class of America? I mean, if all these jobs, these mid-level, lower-end middle jobs are going to be taken by AI, then what the hell is going to happen to the middle class in America? Yeah. Well, I think... I mean, know, what happens? 
you, you better get educated and, uh, and you, you better, you better find yourself a niche. I think what happens in a lot of these cases is that, you, you know, you start your own business and you, you can operate underneath the cost structure of these AI enabled companies because you're faster. Look, I have a higher return than pension funds because I'm smaller. I can do things they can't do. Okay. And so you can do the same thing if you're, if you own your own business, look, look what you're doing. Look what I'm doing. <clears throat> we created businesses out of thin air. So technology not everybody can do that you. though, Bob. I mean, I mean, what, what I'm seeing now is basically what the future of America is. You better be one step ahead of AI. Yeah. Or embrace AI. I mean, look, we use AI. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. But what I'm saying is if they're taking all the, the bottom and low end jobs, I mean, some people are struggling. They got kids to feed and, and they got to work two jobs. And those are the type of jobs they are working. What do you have to yeah. say to them? I mean, what, what's going to happen to them? Are they just shit out of luck? You know, I, you know, I don't have an easy answer for that. I'll, you know, I'll, all I say is like, I tell my, look, all I can control is myself and my family and who I share information with. And I just told my daughter, I said, you got to be in something that people need. Okay. And, and that people can't do for themselves and it can't easily be replaced by a robot. And so that's what people have to start thinking about. And, and I think that's what's causing this issue here with immigration too. I don't know where these two or 3 million people that have no skills are going to do for a living. 5 million. 5 million, you know, it's just that, you know, they're, 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 you know, they all can't be gardeners for the rich. Right. So Bob, I'm on the border, and let me tell yeah. you, most of them coming here, they're not coming here to work jobs, man. They're military-aged men and military-trained men, okay? So this is – I'm here, man. I'm on the border, so no one can tell me any different. I have Border Patrol agents telling me every day what's coming over here. So people that think – these liberals that think like, oh, they're just sweet little old people that just need to work and, and they want to they want to pick onions and, and do your lawn, not true. Not yeah. true true people don't understand what's really coming over here well, so, hopefully we'll staunch that so do you Let's think do, do you think we need like look there's a lot of conspiracy theories floating around out there nasara jasara um we're going back to a gold back system there's a new system coming in do you buy any of that i know you I would imagine you don't. I think you just look at what the, the statistics are telling you, what the graphs are telling you, what the stocks are telling you. You probably don't buy any of that, correct? Oh, no, I, 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 it's inevitable that the current fiat regime is going to have to change. So it's going to have to be anchored by commodities of some sort. I know the, I know the central banks want to do a digital currency. I think it's going to be, that's going to be a tough road to hoe short term. But I think you'll start seeing things locked in on some sort of commodity-based approach here because you can't just keep printing money. Uh, so like it's going to be cashless. Yeah, that's the digital currency. But it still it doesn't matter if it's cashless. If they could, if they could just create digits out of thin air, you know, it's all it's it's simply a matter of supply and demand. If you if you have more digits than you have goods, prices are going to go up. If you have more goods than you have digits, prices are going to go down. So. It, I don't care what regime you call it. That's that's how it's going to work. So, you know, the insidiousness of this central bank thing is they can force you to buy what they want you to buy. But set that aside for a second. That's not the next thing coming. It's going to be something that's going to be, you, you know, um, it, you know, it could be a hybrid system. You have gold back, you have real estate back, you have oil back. You know, there's, there's going to be some sort of backing behind it where somebody is not just the, is just relying on the full faith of the United States taxation authorities. Right. So, but 
you know, we're going to have some sort of higher inflation for a while. And then I think the system then blows up, but it won't blow up here first. We're the last guys to go. So we're going to be able to see it other places and kind of gauge what it looks like. You know, we're kind of following Japan, you know, 30 years into the future. So we we actually have some runway here in the United States, but Europe is gone. So just watch what happens in Europe. Europe's going to inform you as to what it's going to look like in the United States in 10 to 15 years. And China is going to inform you probably within five years. So just keep an eye on those things. And, and then we get to re fortunately, we get to react to that. We don't have to, we, we're not going to be sitting in the middle of the, sh the well, bombing. Okay. Isn't the objective of these psychopaths and they are psychopaths to bring us, I mean, it's all over the news, Bob, the great reset. Yeah, sure. So, they are planning on crashing the system. They are planning on resetting the system into something new that they control. And you're saying that it is going to be a digital cashless society. So that is coming. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, if you're a Christian, you know, it's going to happen because, you know, what uh, do you tell those people? Hey, God is God wins. That's what I tell people. I just don't know when or what it's going to look like. So, um, until I, I don't think it's this system though. So I think, it, I think it's going to be, a, there's going to be another round of fighting before that happens. So, um, but as far as I'm concerned, short term, there's going to be a pushback. Okay. And, uh, uh, because the world isn't united, right. You know, it's still broken up pretty hard here, but you know, from, for me right now, short term, I'm, I'm interested in seeing, the next two to four years, there's going to be no central bank digital currency. They wow. can't implement it even if they wanted to. It's not that easy. And number two, they're going to be fighting. They're going to be fighting people in the streets on that thing. You know, can you imagine? You know, the central banks start sending your information to the IRS. Those guys are going to have to all. I mean, Biden's already it. doing it. Venmo, Venmo over right. six hundred. I mean, over six hundred dollars now. The IRS. I mean, eighty oh, yeah, yeah. thousand new IRS agents. I mean, they're yeah. creating a military of IRS agents. Yeah, well, we're going to see, you know what, we're going to know here in three months, if the yeah. Republicans take over, we're going to see whether or not that army exists, if that army exists, and you're right, if that army gets paired back. But look, you know, I think that the IRS thing is, I think they have a lot of fish to fry here, you know, because um, I guess what was a couple hundred billion dollars was stolen out of the pandemic money. So they're going to be chasing a lot of people down here trying to figure out where the heck this money went. Look what happened up in Minnesota, you know, a bunch of Somalis, right? They come to our country and what do they do? They, they, they steal $600 million of nutrition money. Jeez. So I think they're, they had their hands full trying to, in California, $100 billion of unemployment money was stolen, you know? Um, so, so I think they're going to be chasing around a lot of that stuff. And a lot of people, look, they hate the gig economy. We know that already. They don't want people that to be gig workers, but a lot of those people are going to push back pretty hard. I think they think the kids are benign and going to lean left, you know, because I have a, almost a 22 year old at home mm -hmm. and I watch and listen to their interaction with their friends and they're all, all workers are all gig workers. I mean, my daughter's independent contractor, she cuts hair and she's, you know, they're like, you know, screw them, you know? Yeah. So if they, if they think they're going to, you think they're going to lean left on this stuff, these kids are leaning, get away from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And, and, it, you and know, so I think, it gives me Everyone's liberal until it hits her pocketbooks, Bob. 
that's I told my daughter that when she got her first paycheck and she said, Dad, who stole money from me? I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, I was supposed to earn this much. I got this much. I said, welcome to the Republican Party, honey. <laughs> there you go. Bob, where can people go to find you? It's tradelikeagenius.com and the and the uh, the promo code is fall. Do they get to talk to you or do you have a team? That you have? I guess you have a big team of people that they can talk to. Yeah. So, well, let me explain my company. So I, we, we have, you know, three, four essential services. We trade stocks, we trade crypto, we, we, um, we trade um, futures options. We have a room called VIP room, and then we have training. And so I'm mostly in the VIP room and the stock room. I have another uh, person, my partner that trades crypto, but he's also in the VIP room. I have a sales guy, Matt, that will, you can interact with when you come in, if you have any service questions, uh, and um, and then the room that you and I, like we're talking, that's the VIP room where you can talk with me all day. But beyond that, uh, we have chat for people in the other rooms. And then we um, I give trades out every day. And then we also give people access to our algorithm so that they can use our indicators. And then we have training videos that people can um, can look to get up to speed on what we do, how we do it. And then if you want personal coaching, uh, we have personal coaching you can pay for. Then you can interact with myself or I have two other guys that do training. So that's kind of my our group, how we work. It works out really well. Um, you know, we have really good track record. Um, what we charge for the service is nothing to what you get out of it. And um, we'll help you navigate through this. You know, like I said, keep trading until Jesus comes, right? So uh, <laughs> uh, there's nothing more you can do. You can't sit in a hole. You got to keep moving forward. Well, thanks, Bob, for joining me once again. I hope to see you on here, you know, monthly. You, you, you know, you give a lot of insight and knowledge to my audience. So, thank you for that. Oh, thanks for having me, Dave. You got it. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and post this today. Everybody, go to tradelikeagenius.com. Use the promo code Fall and uh, get started. Bob's the guy, man. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Dave. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye, bye.